Live from the car. Live from the car. Hey, what's up? This is Ranting with Randy. I'm Randy. I got a new Instagram. It's called doodle underscore drips with a Z. Check it out. <laughs> Thanks. Buy for- my shit. <laughs> Buy my shit. All right. Support living artists. That's a good, that's a good deal. Thanks for that. Thanks for that Doodle little... underscore drips. Thanks for that. Buy some shit. I appreciate that. Yeah. That was good. All right. Hold on a second. Let me see where this level's at. Cause all right. That should be okay. Checking the levels, working from the laptop and the mic on the bed. You're in the car parked. Okay. Waiting for the PT. The dog is getting PT. People can't get PT, but your dog is getting PT. One of my dogs is getting PT because he's like eight or nine years old, and I love him deeply, and I want him to feel as good as he can feel. That's Everybody should treat people at least the way most people that love dogs treat their dogs. That's right. So what are we going to – what are we going to rant about? Because I, I got – I got, feeling about the Tom Cruise thing because you know I don't give it two shits but if you I, feel like rant about it but what's the oh dude I'm Go done okay so first of all let's start by saying let's just let people know that I actually had no intention of getting in a back and forth like Twitter spat with Billy Baldwin of the Baldwin <laughs> right. family is it in, too quiet in the phone here infamy is it too quiet no the levels are okay oh. if it's a little low it's a little low people will have to deal because it's 2020, and what the fuck else are we supposed to do? Yeah, okay, go. All right, so, All right. so he tweeted out, do I need to get the actual goddamn tweet? Because I, I think... Mean, yeah, I'd rather hear the tweet than, like, your, your misaligned... It's not misaligned, dude. It wasn't misaligned. It was... No, not misaligned. I, meant, I mean, like, just you may as well read out the whole conversation. I can definitely... I have to find it. Because I don't know what days are anymore, and I'm really trying to... Oh, you know what it's going to be under I, I, tweets and replies. Hold on. It's not under... Tw- I replied, actually, to his first tweet. Because my pinned... My, huh? Wouldn't it be funny if I, like, funk master flex this, and, like, every 48 seconds I just dropped, at doodle underscore drips, buy some shit. <laughs> don't do it. That would probably really piss people off. That would. Um, that was Nicole Wallace. Ta- oh, okay, so here we go. Here is, oh, well, also Whoopi Goldberg, George Clooney, and more celebrities reacted to Tom Cruise's rant. In quotes, it said, I've never liked him more. And I replied to that tweet that got zero responses that Tom Cruise is a whack job, you know, member of the cult of Scientology where people are brainwashed, bankrupted, and disappear never to be seen or heard from again. Tell me again, Whoopi, Clooney, and all these other celebrity fucksticks who want to try and pretend that other bullshit doesn't exist. Because they're trying to separate Tom Cruise from his fucked up, wackadoodle, Scientology shit. And you right. cannot separate the two. You can't. And I know so you don't Billy want to talk Paul, about this. I know you don't want to. I know I'm this not is- to talk about it. I'm more I'm just so fascinated why anyone would give two shits. Because it's, because it's important. Like, I- no, let me ask you a question. How do you get yourself so worked up over Tom Cruise and Billy Baldwin? Because you know what? People have died because Tom Cruise is involved and is the second highest ranking member of a cult that is responsible for literally killing people, brainwashing them, destroying families, bankrupting people. He is the face. He is all over it. They don't need you. I don't care, but I, it just pisses me off. 
Okay, all right. It really going. pisses, it just pisses me off because I'm, I'm like, dude, you have, you're Billy, look, I don't care. You're Billy fucking Baldwin. You have 142,000 people that follow you, that listen to what you say, and you're going to sit there and say like, yo, this guy is like a fucking pro at his job and good for him for telling people to work. Yo, that rant that he went on, flipping the fuck out on people that were not observing the COVID protocols on the movie set. Like, what did he say? What was the vibe? Dude, the Maybe vibe not- was insane. He dropped many, many mother F-bombs and was okay. like, if you fuck this up, you're fired. Your career is over. You're never going to work again. He was like, you are destroying people's livelihoods and lives. Meanwhile, this motherfucker's like, you're destroying my life. You, th- Tom right. Cruise doesn't give a fuck about anybody else because Tom Cruise is like, yo, you come and fuck this shit up and don't obey by these COVID guidelines. We can't work. I can't make the film. I can't make money. So him yeah, coming and- off like all high and mighty is also what like pissed me off because it's so fucking transparent. The okay. dude is not, the dude is fucking nuts. And I have to say there were a few people that did jump on the bandwagon and was like, yeah, exactly. How the fuck do you support, like, Tom Cruise? So, Billy Baldwin started out by saying, um, he started out by saying, like, I don't care what you think about Scientology, TC, because I guess they're on, like, a first initial basis, is, like, the hardest working guy in Hollywood. He's a perfectionist who cares deeply about what goes on the screen and takes care of everybody on both sides of the camera. Well, of course he fucking does, because he needs the movie to get made and make a gazillion fucking dollars. So he's like, guy's a total fucking pro, very talented. So I was like, dude, you lost me at I don't care what you think about Scientology because Tom Cruise is the face of a corrupt as fuck cult organization that literally brainwashes the fuck out of people, bankrupt them, holds them against their will, and destroys their lives. Fuck them and Tom Cruise. Uh, I also said, go Google Scientology the aftermath, do a little binge watching, and then reach out to Leah Remini and Mike Rinder because Jesus fucking Christ, that's one fucked up tweet, Billy. (laughs) Mike Rinda. <laughs> Mike Rinda. Yo, Mike Mike Rinda. Mike Rinda was up pretty high in the seat. Mike Rinda was I fucking know. Mike Rinda was There's... fucking live fucking people's lives up for Dude, years. Nobody stands Leah Remini more than I do. I know, I know it all. You love and her I nails. Love... I actually can't I actually they drive me nuts. But go ahead. I love I know, that's it. The way she says Mike Render, I love it. Mike Render. Because <laughs> she's straight out of Brooklyn. Well, actually, straight she's out. not. She's straight out of Scientology. Yeah, but she in Brooklyn until she was like 12 or 13. Yeah, for sure. So then Billy right. Baldwin... Billy Baldwin said... So then Billy Baldwin replied back to me. He, okay. said, he said, no, no. He said, allow me to rephrase this. Your feelings about Scientology aside. So he is trying to now, he knew he fucked up. So he's now trying to dissect the fact that you need to remove the, the batshit, crazy, culty, kooky as fuck, corrupt, crappy organization from the person. And, I, and he was like, he's a perfect, and he went, the guy's a total fucking pro. I said, Dude, pump the fucking brakes. Does that mean that, like, Nazi white supremacist proud boys who are perfectionists on their 9 to 5 but in their free time want to wipe Jews and people of color off the planet are total fucking pros? Like, with all due respect, your correlation is batshit crazy. And then I love the, um, the meme of, the, uh, of uh, Jack from um, the show with Karen. The, 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 Will and Grace. Yeah, from Will and Grace. He's like... Yo, and then I dropped this, like, sick gift from 1911. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. And then 
he was like, and then Billy replied back. So then I was like, okay, I am now in a back and forth with Billy fucking Baldwin. Just trying to picture where he's sitting, like, while he's, like, tweet fighting with me. Okay, so you replied back what? Uh, no, he replied back, no, I admire the way he's trying to protect health, lives, jobs, careers, families, and the production. And then okay. I heard the, and then I was like, uh, and then I read the entire transcript of what Tom Cruise said. And I was like, this guy went berserko. Like, berserko. Screaming at people, like, Emmer effing and whatever. And then I was like, it went on for a while. And then other people jumped in. And I said, oh, and then I, you know, then I made the Hitler comparison. Because, of course, Jews. And we're, you know, what are you supposed to do, dude? What are you supposed to say? Like, Hitler. Hitler. The Holocaust. They're trying to kill us all. Okay, go. No, dude. What are you supposed to say? Like, Hitler was a great painter, so and he had a really good work ethic when it came to painting. So, it, like, that overrides everything else that he ever did. You can't separate the person from their moral judgment. What, okay, you, but then play Chris Brown on the jam. I try to... This is... I struggle, Dude, I struggle. You know yeah, I do. I don't deny it. I, I would never be... Look, Joy Reid went on a tear, a tear about that also. Like, who the fuck can you play anymore? Like, who... Every... What do you... I, look. I don't deny that I play... I stopped playing as much Chris Brown. I stopped playing Kanye. For a minute, I stopped playing Jay-Z because he sampled that... That other dude sampled his... Some bullshit about Farrakhan. I unfollowed Jamela Jamil. She posted a... She posted some video about... <laughs> mentally ill freak like but i'm just saying like everybody as soon as somebody does something stupid i try to like do the right thing and like not promote them i don't pay for their shit i think yeezys are the ugliest sneakers on the fucking planet they are are. i mean and and he got ripped for like like designing a pair of flip-flops that are uglier than the ones they give you in jail nobody who likes yeezys is like an og sneakerhead you can't agreed but I'm saying, like, my whole thing is, yes, I know I play Michael Jackson. I am completely... But can I say something? I think you can separate the artist from the art. I don't think the Tom Cruise, this Tom Cruise situation falls in that category, though, is more what I mean. Like, I, there's no art involved here. There's... Dude, I the person involved is, is, is part of yeah, a... There's no art to preserve. You could just hate him because he sucks and he was a douchebag. What are you? What are we saying? Well, I'm still gonna see his movie because it's amazing. No, you weren't. His movie was gonna suck anyway. I just think it's bad all around, and I can't support. I can't. I can't. Set, of course, dude. Of course, the COVID. Of course, he's gonna be like follow the COVID protocol. It's not for. So, but my point is, like, you can't. You can't You're like say, bro, because he's like doing the COVID protocol because he's in it for himself. Right, because you know what? You can also then comparatively say, you know who's doing the same thing on their movie set, but doing it for all... Like, we talked about, like, The Rock. Like, he... That guy... Oh, no! That The Rock's motivation is different. Like, you're just making it up now. Um, No, I'm not making it up. I mean... The Rock Rock is not a Scientologist. I will give you that. Correct. But how do you know that... I don't. I don't. And as long as I don't know... And as long as I don't know it, then it doesn't affect my opinion. (laughs) But the fact that I, yeah, a hundred percent. I'm not trying to sugarcoat the shit. I'm like, as long as we're honest about that, I've never been anything but honest. I'm not lying, dude. The one, oh yo, the Rock is like a really good person, man. Like, uh, nobody wants to do. He is a really good. He, I really do think intrinsically, he's he has had a different life than a lot of other people. He has a totally different cultural, spiritual, and mental 
set of morals. I'm sure wants the COVID protocols followed for the same reasons that anyone who's trying to make money during COVID wants. Yeah, COVID. I think I I think Dwayne Johnson probably doesn't. I would believe that Dwayne Johnson probably doesn't want anyone to die, especially since him and his whole family have had COVID. Less than Tom Cruise gives a fuck if any no-name, you know, runner or PA catches COVID and, like, spreads it on the set. I I just don't believe that Tom Cruise would give a fuck about that person. I think Dwayne Johnson, I really do, I think Dwayne Johnson would do everything to, like, support that person, give, you know, if they need money, medical help, like, whatever. It's a good, trust me, I know, it's good PR for him. I know it's a good story. I know all of that. Tom Cruise, you're just making stuff up about The Rock. <laughs> I'm not. You don't know any of it. <laughs> Dude, I watch his Instagram. I see what kids send him and what he does afterward and what his organization and what his company does in terms of follow-through. You're thinking that and you're like, you know, if, like, the grip on The Rock set, like, got COVID, he would 100% give them $40 million. Not, like, I didn't say $40 million. I, I said there would be a lot more empathy and human kindness and caring. I truly believe that. And if that makes me a fucking sucker, then I know. Advocate that you're you're making up. No, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you on Tom Cruise, but you're like <laughs> making up information. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm gonna reach out. I'm gonna reach out to. I'm gonna reach out to Dwayne Johnson. I am gonna reach out to Dwayne Johnson, and I'm gonna be like, listen, Franklin thinks that you're full of shit, and you're doing everything for your I own benefit. But anyway, all right, we could be done. Uh, Listen, we could be done with that. I'm just saying I cannot in any way, shape, or form separate Tom Cruise from Scientology. I can't either, and I would never. You can't. He is Scientology. Correct. All right, I'm glad we agree on that. So anyway, moving moving on to other things in pop culture that are also that are also so important. Okay. What's next? And crucial. To, I don't uh, I don't know because I really don't follow anything else. <laughs> I mean, I have the most niche one. No one will care about it, and you won't know who it is. Uh, really? So, yeah. Is it a housewife of like Mormon no, City? The British British pop group. British pop group. Yeah. So there's this group called Little Mix, and they're like the most famous like band, girl band internationally. For some reason, no one in America like cares about them. But one of them did a documentary last year on, like, being trolled and, like, all the mental health struggles, and she almost killed herself. And then this this week, she left the band, like, of her mental health, like, issues because of it. But that's happened to other artists that have been, like, stalked? Well, she wasn't stalked. She was, like, trolled because she's, like, I, I don't know. It's a, No one cares. Wait, but, but what, why was she? Well, now people need to know. I want to know, like, what was she well, trolled so about? Documentary, so, about her looks, she's not, like, she's a little bit bigger than the rest of the other three girls in the group but there's a documentary that she made with bbc called odd one out and it's really really good you have to like vpn somehow to get it because i don't think you can watch it in america i watched it when i was in europe last year um (laughs) watch it on like bbc like iplayer or whatever that thing is it's called odd one out there's clips of it on youtube too it's really sad um well, it always is when it comes to that kind of bullshit. Yeah, yeah, and it sucks because she, like, I, w- I got the flu in 2014, and I was, I had to travel to Boston, so I, like, literally, like, sweated out in my bed with, like, socks on, like, trying to just sweat the fever out, and I found them, and I watched, like, so much of their YouTube, and I followed them since, and she was, like, the best one. She's, like, very charismatic, very talented, like, I think very beautiful, and she just was, like, 
consistently like trolled and called fat and ugly and like all this stuff and so eventually like it took a toll on her mental health and so on Monday she was like I'm I can't do this anymore like I'm leaving kind of thing well good first of all good for her for having the balls to step away from all of that very very much so but um it just it was it was sad because it's like you know it feels does that like, break up the whole group or does that just like leave them like one say, member short they leave for now it leaves them a member short but i would imagine that they'll break up it's they won the x factor i guess like 10 years ago so they've been together for a while wow. i don't really and like british like pop shows and you know talent shows and stuff but i think that's like huge over there so they're really really famous and um yeah, just sad stuff. We're going to have to tap into the mad Googler tonight on The Jam and get everybody the links for that. Yeah. Her name's Jesse Nelson. The documentary's odd one out. Um, I would say check it out. It's a, it's a, She's very, she's more honest than you expect most, like, famous pop starry people to be. It's hard, dude. It's hard because I, this comes back to the whole, we used to have these conversations at Shabbating, which, by the way, I did not forget about the request that you need for so don't worry but I'm just saying um we used to have these conversations at Shabbating all the time because there were people at the Shabbating table who were musicians and other people that were involved in the music industry that and and because I I kicked it off by saying because I hated Cardi B I I literally could not stand her rap game however I respected her game on how she came up and got into the rap game I agree with you although it was wrong as fuck and she well, did what she had to do. I do the whole like the drugging of the dudes and like yeah. stealing their shit is bad. But that's the biz. I understand that that's the business and that's survival and that's the street and that's what she needed to do to get by. And if those dudes played the game like they roofied plenty, I'm you know if the shoe was on the other foot when dudes roofied chicks, it's you know it doesn't get the same type of uh, hype and attention and play unless God forbid something horrendous happens or it's like some you know rich white kid from Massachusetts who does it to, like, you know, some girl, and then he gets, like, kicked off the swimming team but doesn't serve any jail time. It's fucked up. Yeah, but, the fact that he's not a talented rapper doesn't negate the hustle correct. to get that. Absolutely correct. not a talented rapper. Correct. However, yeah. what we always argue about, and not argue, debate, and is the, is the actual music industry game. It is the game of the industry. And it's funny because we played Millie Vanilli last night at the jam, and Millie Vanilli was, like, the initial... They were one of the very first, like, faux... You are what the industry needs to perpetuate. You're the image, so we'll just move your mouth and we'll get the guys that can sing behind you, but you'll make us all the money on your looks and all of that, you know, and all of that shit. And then when we're done with you or something leaks out or somebody exposes it, well, you're fucking on your own and we're not going to know who you are or have anything to do with you. It's the same way, like, Cardi B or some of these other... You know, this the rap the rap game is on life support. Don't even get me started. This fucking six nine clown and all these other like baby little Uzi motherfucking this, that, the third, like the dude that swallowed a bottle of pills when he got off the plane because he was like transporting drugs and cargo and he couldn't rap for shit anyway. Uh what the hell was I can't even remember these rap names are so fucking stupid now also, it's beyond comprehension. Mm-hmm. But they fit a mold they fit an image. And this and my friend was like he is such a talented musician and he had to s- scrape and scrap and fight and because he n- didn't necessarily have the look 
that they wanted to put in front of the camera, but he had the skills and the songwriting ability and the musical talent to do everything else. Mm. And that's that, and that's what pissed me. I'm like, dude, so Cardi B is tits and ass and an attitude, and like that's what you put in front of the camera when there's, you know, there's so many other people that will never get that opportunity because they're just better than that, but they don't have that look that the music industry thinks will sell records. Well, not even records anymore. I don't even know what you're selling because there is there are no more videos and like shit like that. If you're not Beyonce and putting on like a staged arena spectacle, like yeah. n- nobody gives a shit. But it it's just I get it. I get how you have to be like that person, that look, this time, and like if you're not, everyone like I, is gonna drag you and troll you and like, I mean. It's- it's like, it's a really, yeah, it was really sad. It's a shit industry. It's a shit yeah. industry. Not the industry. It wasn't the industry in this case. It was like, her whole documentary was about, like, being trolled on social media. And, like, she said that, like, when they won X Factor, she, but they were like, this was, like, 2011. So, like, they were like, you need to make a Twitter and you need to make yeah. a Facebook, whatever. And she was like, she looked in her Facebook and, like, all of the messages were like, you're ugly. Like, I can't believe you're in this group. Like just shit like that. Um, that comes from like these come from people like living in their parents' basement. Well, I was saying she was like, you know, I came to understand that like kids do this and you know, I, I could kind of like, like check out of that. But she was like, I would see these adults who were parents with children, like saying this stuff, like as though I'm not going to see it or as though it's like not going to affect me. Like it was just, it was really sad. And then, so I just got a little sad for her when she basically was like, I have to quit this like dream of mine because like it is basically like destroying my mental health. Which is sucks because me, I'm so, I'm like, that's like letting them fucking win. And it's like, where do you draw the line between your mental health and your sanity and letting all of the, like, what are they doing? Like, celebrating because she's not in a fucking band anymore? Like, that's your goal I as, would, like, another human being? Well, it's interesting because, like, and she she admitted this or, like, acknowledged it in this documentary as well. But, like, you can really see over the years. Like, she's, I actually, I think she's a beautiful girl. But, like, she is the one who, like, you can tell she's had her lips done. And she's always, like, no Instagram picture isn't, like, full makeup, like, outfit. And she admits, she's like, I don't know why I do that, but I feel like I have to. Dude, and the so only person I can think about who who relate, who relate I can relate to like that, who I followed since the jump, then I stopped following. And I have dipped in a little bit back and forth just because she is so fucking talented. She is, I mean, she could blow I really would put her in a cipher. I would put her in a cipher with literally Nas or like Q-Tip. Chica is absolutely off the fucking planet when it comes to lyrics, songwriting, the ability to freestyle. The, I mean, beyond unbelievable storytelling that like rips your guts out. And it's all about her. A lot of it is about her struggles exactly like that in the industry because you know what she's short she's heavy she's dark-skinned she to the record industry she's not attractive she's not Uh sellable she's not marketable and yo this i mean i listen to her shit so many times because her lyrics are so incredibly deep Mm -hmm. that you have to like listen to it more than once to actually process it all yeah. To like see where she's coming from, and it's 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 insane. 
it's actually you really should check it out. I and but I did stop. I did stop listening to her because she got Instagram famous. She became Instagram famous because she started rapping just on Instagram and she tagged somebody and somebody blew her up, which in all with all due respect they should have cuz she's that good. Yeah. But then when she then when shit got bad and she hit like a million followers or something like that and she like it was too, she then she like dissed social media. She was like I'm so tired of this shit. I don't need this and blah, blah. it was almost like you can't you can't destroy what got you to where you are in that there was there were other ways to go about it. You know, in saying like this platform has become like detrimental to my mental health. It's, it's not a safe space. It's instead of saying, you know, I don't need this shit, like whatever her take on why she jumped off social media was almost like you're dissing the vehicle that got you. It was good enough to get you to where you are, but now all of a sudden it's not good enough for you anymore. That's the way I, right. that's the way I took it. And I was like, yo, come on. That's, that's, I mean, you could have, no one's telling you to stay on. Like, nobody's the boss of you. Nobody's saying you have to stay on it or whatever. You could do whatever the fuck you want. But it's, it's how you went about doing it. Just seemed like bitch slapping the shit out of the platform that got you where you were. Because when you were posting 80,000 videos of you rapping to get noticed and to build your following, then it was good enough. Mm-hmm. And, then, and, then you, and then you jump shit. But, and, and I was, so that was, I was pissed about that. But she has a very, very similar story yeah I mean I wouldn't say that this girl did social media in any way like I think she just was like she was more like feeling the pressure of holy shit like I need everything I show needs to be perfect or else people are going to shit on me and even when everything was perfect people shit on her anyway so I just I don't know it was sad it's sad that it's sad that you know, you can have, like, mental... I mean, maybe she had mental health problems before, but to be so triggered by, like, people just being assholes all the time is a sad thing. Yeah. It's... It's... Un, it, it's it is sad. I, I definitely are you, agree. Are you reading Twitter? No, I was trying to look up the name of someone else that... Who, who also has a similar... Who also has a similar story who um, it raps with Stretch and Bobito, who I, who I saw... Uh, down at the Gramercy, and I can't, I think it's, her name is, it's Mamuna. Yo, she can spit fire also. It's insane. And, and the same type of like, I don't look like what you're, st- what you think I need to look like for you to think that I have the right to be in this space doing what I'm doing and fucking killing it. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I just, I mean, I get it. I, I, I definitely understand how that industry works. I mean, I mean, you know, too, like I was in it and I got out of it. It was nasty. Like. And I was on the local, and that was local news. That was some local news level shit. And it was also radio and being around Howard. Like, that was, I mean, dude, the shit, that shit was batshit crazy. I mean, what people are willing to do and what, how people are willing to sell themselves for, like, five minutes of what they think is fame, which I think is why it's important. Like, when you do finally get it, like, you have, I don't know, then we go back into the whole, like, we get into this conversation all the time about, are you or are you not responsible for being a role model or when you get to a certain level and how responsible are you for your behavior and what you say? And I just, I don't, I get, I'm, I'm torn as you know. Yeah. You're definitely not responsible for being a role model to anyone, but you're responsible for your behavior. Yeah. Everyone, every individual is responsible for their own behavior, regardless of why their behavior is happening. You're still responsible for it. 
but nobody's nobody needs to be a role model. I mean, mm. I don't, I, I don't, I don't think that that they do. You don't. I don't know. Uh, have we we've hashed this out like nine million I'm times? Sure we have. I know you make the argument that if you're getting paid that much money, like a lot should come with it. But I actually just think they shouldn't be paid as much money. I in that dude, month. don't even. I I I agree with you. I agree that they shouldn't be paid that much money. There's such a warped imbalance of money. Yeah. So I don't think that's really a justification for why someone should be a role model, because I don't think they deserve the money in the first place. I'd rather that money go to people who probably would be better role models right like I don't know that like your average dumbass basketball player is equipped to be a role model just because someone's a good singer and like has a cute ponytail doesn't mean that they're at all equipped to be a role model I, I agree with you 100% I totally agree with you but I think I don't know I get see again it comes down to like if somebody puts you in that position where you're in front of people and influencing people and how ha- I don't know I I just I wish society, I wish kids in society weren't so dependent on other fucking people to, you know, instill in them the values and character, you know, the values and morals well, that. Sad. Cause like this girl, so for like, I feel like I, like I went and saw them cause they only tour, they never tour in America. So when I was in Amsterdam, I saw them and I mean, I've never been on, waited on a shorter line at a bar in my life, like at the venue, because I was one of three people who were over 16 like for real like if if they weren't someone's parents it was kids and teenagers and so you know I was like oh this poor girl but if you like there are there are kids whose like hearts are broken this week devastated like they're and it's like it's kind of sad because this is just a random person who's in like a band like you would hope that this is not where kids are looking to to get their inspiration and role model and like I don't know but but this is like all they have and then when that person falls apart it's like they're devastated as well yep because they're like clinging on to it but that goes back to the whole like who are the role models in your community like who are the role models in your immediate circle and who are the role models within arm's length of like where you're at and that's can like trust to actually be there for you yeah because there's no responsibility of that girl to be anyone's role model and make a decision for anyone else. But, I, like, it feels like a lot of these kids probably don't have it in their own life. Right, or they don't know where to go to get it. And that's, and everybody's face is in a screen 9,000 hours a day, especially right. now. But even before COVID, like, it was like that. And kids were, like, too yeah. deep into the screen time. And it was a pro- – listen, it was a – Look, I, I know firsthand, like, the two, those two kids dipped into the Jam Fam last night, and it's almost like, you know – it's it's amazing how you can connect with people when you're there to actually connect with people. It, it's got to be impossible when you have, like, 20 gazillion million fans. Yeah. Like, how you how you make that personal connection. But you do. I mean, that I, you listen to every Eminem rap song, and he's like, those lyrics saved my life. Those rappers saved my life. They were the, you know, the GPS to my, to my life. And, you know, it's... Sometimes that's all that's all people have between them and like the darkest place on the planet. Totally. And that's and that's why when that girl finds herself in that dark place, it's such a weird irony because she's out there potentially possibly saving millions of people's lives and then all of a sudden these fuck sticks turn around and put her in the same fucking position yep. as the people and that's so fucking sad and it's so fucking horrible and every one of those fucking people that did that 
should be the ones that like pay the price. But it's totally. it's never that it, it 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 never works out that way. No, it doesn't. And that's what's that's what's fucked up. Totally. I'm gonna have to Google that now, but I don't know if I want to watch it because it sounds like mad, depressing, and sad. Uh, it's not mad, depressing. It's really. I thought it was really well done. I mean, it's BBC, so you expect it to be well done, and it was. <laughs> yeah. But you, I think you do have to like vpn into it like you have to face well you have to you we'll put the you'll text me the name of her name and like uh, if uh, her instagram is she on the is she not probably off of yeah, all of that shit i i just dm'd you like the little announcement oh. she sent to okay the- <laughs> so funny the bbc does everything better meanwhile did you catch nigella lawson saying mike Rawave? dude that was like no. that went <laughs> oh yeah i didn't know i didn't i didn't know that, that is that real she really meant it she, i don't know if she dude you know how the brits do sarcasm it's t- it's they're uh, so yeah. dry anyway she's like i'm I gonna put this it, in the microwave and i was like ev- the world like, stopped yeah but i thought it was just like lol like in the way that people <laughs> say tarte like i i'm like stupid like i don't think she thinks microwave is pronounced microwave yeah i think she's a little smarter than that but I, it could have either been like just a tongue-in-cheek kind of thing or maybe she just like was tired from all that cooking in a amazing kitchen like that maybe it's got to be tough being on jealous what she's just a chef what's dude i don't i watch i used to watch her cooking shows on uh the cooking channel whatever food network yep <coughs> when uh when i had cable um i watched a lot of the food network i was into like every friggin' show like from chop to like Every food competition, Iron Chef. I was obsessed with Iron Chef, and uh, you don't- no, I love the art of preparing food. Just because I don't eat it and I have a fucked up food problem, doesn't mean that I don't appreciate food and cooking. I mean, come on, take me, you know, take me to Flavor Town. I mean, it's I'm okay. I, I get okay. I can get down with Guy Fieri. I mean, I won't eat half that shit that he shoves in his face because half of it comes from like pigs on a stick take me to flavor town <laughs> but uh i can definitely appreciate the art of cooking i'd make a great sous chef i was actually i actually did a cooking show i actually i actually auditioned for the food Network. <laughs> they had an open casting call for people who couldn't cook and people hey. who sucked in the kitchen to be paired with professional chefs and uh, you didn't win huh no actually you know what i did i actually i actually did the taping. It was taped at like, uh, the studios over, um, in hell's kitchen, like where they do all those shows over there where the daily show is and all that kind of stuff over on 11th, like near 11th Avenue in like the fifties or something. And, uh, I did the show and it was crazy because I, you run around in like this kitchen, you got to like grab ingredients and the chefs tell you what to get and everything. I can't, the chef that I worked with owned, she was some, she was some chick who like owned some like, Mexican tapas place down in the village. I didn't even know who she was, but I ran around and got shit. And then I literally remember like chopping up strawberries and I chopped my finger and I was like bleeding all over the place. I was like a disaster, but I don't think it ever, I don't even, I don't know if it ever made it onto the food network or if it was just one of those like shows they stuck in the can just to have, God forbid anything ever got canceled and they needed like a filler yeah. But uh, it was very fun. So I love the art of... I actually love it. It wasn't Worst Chefs in America, was it? No. They paired... That was not. No. It was when they paired... 
professional chefs and restaurateurs with people that couldn't cook. Got it. And that was the whole humor of it. Like, you're going to run around and tell me what to get out of the pantry, and then I'm going to sous chef with you, and I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. So it was pretty funny, but you also didn't want, you were like, oh my God, if I really fuck this up, and then you go and cut your finger, and you're like, whoop, band-aid. And they come in, they tape you up, and you, like, just keep going. Like, a, you know. Do you watch Bake Off? I watch, um, Bake Off? Yeah, Great. Oh, the Great British Bake Off? That's on Netflix. Yeah. I watch everything on Netflix. I've obsessively watched every episode of Chef's Table, like, five times. The American ones and the French ones. And I'm dying. But it's British. No, I watch the British, the Great British Bake Off. I'm saying I watch all those sh- cooking shows on Netflix. I watch all the wine shows. I think I'm like some fucking sommelier. Like I love that shit. Wait, have you or have you not watched Bake Off? I have. British. All the seasons? No, not all the seasons. Uh, I got totally sidetracked by that show where they actually suck and destroy things on Netflix. Whatever that. What What's that? Oh my God, Hazmat got me into that. The one where they where they really stink and they destroy everything. Hi, Bug. I don't know. Clearly, I can't remember the name. I, I think I need to start. Bug, you literally can't keep your eyes open, bro. Yeah, but he can't stop bouncing around the car either. The dog is like, I can't sit still, but I can't stay up. I can't sit still, but I, I can't know. stay up. I'm struggling. That's like me, dude. Me and Bug, we have the same uh, conditions. Can I be a nine month old? Can I be a nine month old puppy? I know. <laughs> can someone adopt me? <laughs> I know. Come on, Franklin. Same. I'll give. You, I'll let you do a DNA test on me, and then I can come live in your house. I won't break the doggy door. I promise. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're welcome. Uh, no. Anyway, so that was that. So that was that experience. But uh, what else? Oh, dude, we can keep going. I mean, we don't even have enough time for me to get start talking about like the Jeffrey Epstein of Canada. That has to be a whole other episode. That's different. Because I only have 11 minutes. Wow, we've killed all your time that you're waiting for Frank coming out of PT. Yeah, I mean, I always try. Does he come out like he needs like a cigarette afterward? He's like, oh, that was great. No, he needs to drop a deuce afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) That never changes by being so repulsive yet so funny. What? That's saying. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, my brother says that all the time and I hate it. He's like, really? yo, he's like, yo, I can't talk right now. I'm going to drop a deuce. And I'm like, that well, is not, disgusting. It's gross when it's when you're talking about, like, human beings. But, like, it's funny when dogs. I don't know. I still it's like dog shit. But, like, no, I don't want to talk about it when it's about, like... <laughs> Wait, which brother says that? Which brother? I only really talked to one Sorry, up, until, up until recently. Right. Shout out to Mitchell. Yeah, no, I don't really talk to any. It's back to, it's back to, everything is back to, like, normal dysfunction. Okay. Shout out to the Kleins. Yeah, great. Shout out to Carol. Shout out to, what's Carol's middle name? Lynn. Shout out to Carol Lynn Stern Klein. Carol Lynn Stern. (laughs) From 8409 Talbot Street. And then, and then Hoover Avenue. I think we lived in that Brooklyn? apartment. Like t- no, Queens, yo. Cool. Queens, yo. Danny's House of Pizza. Got a rep. Ooh, pizza sounds the good. The best pizza in Queens. Came out of a little side window of a little TP'd pizza spot that you would walk to right by the train station. Where in Queens? Uh, Kew Gardens. Oh. 
the other out forest, there. the other forest hills. Mm-hmm. Out there on the E train, honey. Out there on the E train, Union Turnpike. Yeah, I know it. Every weekend, walk the walk from the train yeah. to the courthouse. Past the courthouse, yeah. up the hill, down the hill, past the cemetery, make a right into the basement, up to the fifth floor. Henry Did you Stim. ever go to the train station over there by Union Turnpike? There's a bunch. The one, one, oh, the one when you get right out of the train, it's inside, outside. Yeah. Right outside. Yep, yeah. For sure. Oh, good. I used to. <laughs> it's so funny because uh, it, you only know that if you go there that you're underneath that little walkway and you could get in and then you could get in from the outside if you're on the sidewalk on yeah, the Queens I, Boulevard side. Yeah, I know. But I used to see an acupuncturist over there and that was my treat to myself afterward. Oh, my God. That's right by, that's where the, like, the Pastrami King was. Yeah, but, like, they used to have the big, I'm sure they still do if they're still around, the big, like, rainbow. Yeah. Rainbow sprinkle cookies. You know what? I I wonder if they're still, you know, I haven't been out there. I used to, I took the trip a couple times after my grandparents moved away just to, like, go back out there because that was, like, my home. It was, like, I just needed to, like, go sit on the steps of the building and stuff. And I used to do that, and I used to look in and, like, look at the buzzer that still had my grandpa's name on it. Aw. Yeah, nobody would let me in. I didn't want to be buzzed in. It was okay. What's his first name? Henry. Henry Stern? Heinrich, really. Heinrich Stern? Yeah. German. What up? Shout out Heinrich. Heinrich. He can hear you wherever he might be. <laughs> Shout out for dead grandparents. <laughs> On the last night of Hanukkah. Oh, how'd you do how'd you do in your gift haul my gift haul no gifts no gifts i know i think Shirley's. i think shirley the weird is the only one that scored hanukkah gifts this year <laughs> she's nine no, no i got no hanukkah gifts i gave some gifts but i got nothing all but right that's okay want me to send you something no i'm good all right you got a birthday coming up i do have a birthday coming up that's correct though one week from today, actually. 21? 21. <laughs> I'm so excited to drink. <laughs> Pass the gold, Schlager. On my 21st birthday, because it's Christmas Eve, nothing's open, and I made Wong stop at a TGI Friday's on Route 1 so I could legally order, like, a drink, and she was like, all right. Oh, Christmas <laughs> Eve. The Jewish girl with the birthday on Christmas Eve, so you're like... Forever doomed for Chinese food on your birthday. Always. Every year. Ay, ay, ay. It's all right, but, you know, I don't love Chinese food, so it's kind of like whatever. Dude, without, the me noodle, me noodle or bust, 53rd yeah, me, and 9th. Me noodle doesn't deliver to Los Angeles. I know, that's too bad. I bet you if I called up, the girl that's been taking my order there for the last 25 years would, would find a way to get it here. Maybe she would. I bet. Could you imagine? Oh, buggy. It would be gross by the time it got there. <laughs> it's just the thought that counts, actually. Not with food. It's the food. A little bit the food. Oh, yeah. That was the spot. That was the spot. I used to meet my brother there for lunch all the time. Except, oh, I was like, you did? I'm like, no, you did <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's you, you dumb ox. <laughs> I didn't, and actually it wasn't my brother. It was actually, you know what's funny? It was actually Nadine. You said it was Mitchell. I did sometimes, not all the time. It was too far for him to walk. He, you know, he's like, 
it's very it's far, 53rd and 9th. That's far. He's on 21st and 8th. And I was like, okay, okay bro. I'm on 115th and 8th. Right. Me, I'll race right. you. Right. Let's go. All right. All right, let's wrap it up as I prepare to receive my Tinky Tonky Tank Land. Tinky Tonky Tank uh, Land. We're done because we're rambling but, anyway. And people are probably like, I wish they would just shut the fuck up already. No, I think what people like. Maybe they don't. I don't know. They'll let us know in the Jam Fam. We nah, got to get... We got to get I MB. I that MB hasn't done this yet. We're going to get her. She's been busy. Yeah, I know. But I really want to hear her story. All I'm right. Interested. She's an interesting person to me. I'd love... I would love... Now, I don't smoke and I doubt MB smokes. But I would love to sit at like a backyard patio table with like a case of beer and I don't really drink beer either but with like a case of beer pack of camels and just be like MB tell me everything and start from the beginning and just like talk into like 3am I feel like she's yeah. that kind of, she's that kind of chick yeah alright we'll, we'll get her we'll get her we'll get her we will strong arm her into doing it yeah well actually we won't strong arm we'll just beg We'll beg. I'm begging. MB, if you're listening, I'm begging. All right. Yo, hit the themes. Oh, we got to say, come. yo, we're coming up on episode, uh, episode, on, on num- jam 300. When? Soon. Wong is keeping track. Wong has the spreadsheet oh. for everything. <laughs> She's now in charge of Googling, spreadsheeting, and birthdays. All right. We'll ask Wong. Almost 300. A-E-T, 5-P-T. Uh, listen. Constantly getting cut off. Right, and pausing. Oh. oh. At doodle underscore drips, D-R-I-P-Z. Go buy a fucking drip and support this artist so she can get a goddamn <laughs> studio apartment and scream as loud as she wants to and fucking live and whatever. Go buy a fucking drip if you have the cash. And if you don't own Tell a fucking friend who does have the cash. Okay, stop, okay? stop. I'm, I, that, I don't, I'm embarrassed. All right? All right. Okay? Yeah, thanks, Frank. Uh, all of that, go find Lincoln on the Mitchell Minute. We miss Linky. We miss Linky. We'll we get, need to hear from Linky. We'll get Linky, we'll get Linky back on the pod. Okay. What else? Who else? Everybody else? Uh, everybody else is pretty okay-ish. Everybody's doing yeah. their best. We're fine, I guess. Everybody- Fine. Happy belated birthday to Wong. Happy holidays. We'll get we'll we'll drop something. Christmas is oh hi bug. Christmas is coming soon. We'll get another one in before the before the next holiday. It's gonna be kind of a depressing holiday season if you ask me. But well, that's a whole nother rant. We'll get into that and why you think it's gonna be depressing because I don't think it's gonna be any more depressing than the rest of twenty twenty. I do. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Right. We could talk about that. But in the meantime and in between time. All right. That's it. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Stay the fuck home. Right. Do all that. Right. And uh, peace and hair grease it. Okay. Do, 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 do